Dave Nemo with you as we uh, go trucking into Tuesday. Tim Ashoff, good morning. Good morning, Dave. How are you this morning? Doing real good, doing real good. You know, you and I were talking very briefly about the uh, weather, and you mentioned the word winter. We are still in summer here. It's just absolutely incredible. We're generally in long sleeves or light jackets in November here in the New Orleans area, but wow, it's shorts and t-shirts and flip-flops all the way. It's crazy. Well, good for you. I wish it was that way across the whole country. Yeah, we could use a little bit of that cool breeze, that's for sure. Uh, we're going to wind up breezing through this segment on the program. We do have a lot to talk about. And as I mentioned in the um, in the introduction, we're going to talk about military veterans coming into the industry. And let's talk a little bit about uh, the folks who are in and have made the transition and how they're doing. Uh, but, you know, we've, we've spoken a lot about the driver shortage that's facing the trucking industry now. We have a, uh, a very low, if not a record low, unemployment rate right now throughout the country. It's a challenge for carriers to find good workers on any day. Uh, but now it seems like uh, the, the crunch is even crunchier, so to speak. Finding good workers for the range of logistics and administrative positions available, too, not just uh, drivers. Um, and even on an outboard thing, we won't go here, but there is a tech shortage, too, uh, in, the, um, in the transportation industry as well. Shortages all over the place. We have no shortage of shortages. Uh, but one source many companies have looked to, as you know very well, is military. Military veterans transitioning into civilian life. So Veterans Day just around the corner next Sunday. Um, we all thought this would be a very timely topic here at the beginning of November. So, Tim, uh, let's kind of zero in. We don't normally zero in on Crete, Hunt, Schaefer. We kind of take the, the bigger view of, at the industry, and I'd like you to kind of back that out, too. But let's kind of start with what you guys at Crete Carrier Corporation are, are doing and have done to develop uh, a great pool of experienced workers coming out of the military. Sure. Well, I think it really goes back to the core of who we are. And I think, you know, it was about 10 years ago, um, we really just kind of sat back and realized, wow, you know, we have a lot of veterans here at, at Creek Carrier Schaefer and, and Hot Transportation. We figured out we had over about a third of our employees. And we're really looking at that and saying, you know, why why is that? Uh, we thought it was a great thing. Uh, and we really looked and we found out that, you know, really our core values as a, as a family-owned companies with our, our seven principles of of you know being leaders, being ethical, being trustworthy, having respect for each other, putting safety first, we were naturally uh, attracting uh, a lot of veterans to Creek Carrier, Schaefer Trucking, and Hunt Transportation. So then we said, well, well, that's happening naturally. What if we did more? And how how about uh, you know we try to really attract just getting military um, members into Creek Carrier and our industry? And and we took on a lot of initiatives to do that. Um, certainly became a, a VA approved apprenticeship program was a big part of that so uh, that uh, those leaving the military could use some of their veterans uh, GI Bill veterans benefits to help join us to help cover some of their training costs earn a little additional money in addition to what we pay them during our VA program and it just really became made our team aware uh, of, of the number of veterans we have and then I say the biggest step we took that really became very popular is utilizing the veterans we have to be mentors for those coming into the industry, what we've really found is 
you know, veterans speak a language. They know a code. Um, those that have been with Crete Schaefer for a long time know both codes. They know that military code and they know the Crete Schaefer code, and they're able to help that transition um, run smoothly coming into um, Crete Carrier Schaefer trucking. And, and we've been awarded rewarded for that over the years. Um, certainly have been in the top 100 for GI Jobs, civilianjobs.com, a number of other awards from um, – Employers report of Guard and Reserve, the American Legion, et cetera. Uh, so it's been really, really kind of a transition over time with us just really recognizing, you know, who we are was a natural attraction to veterans. And then how do we how do we make sure that we make veterans aware of that uh, was really how our program developed. And again, you guys have been at this a long time, and I, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but now the rest of the trucking world, including uh, FMCSA, uh, is and, and some of the states now, most of the states are, are, are kind of joining in, and I guess you might have kind of a, well, it's about time attitude, and I know you, you wouldn't really feel that, but if you just take a look at the timing of everything, um, it's, it is about time, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it's it's great. Yeah, sure, we'd love to have all the, all the veterans driving uh, Creator Schaefer hunt trucks, but it's just overall really good for the veteran community and for trucking that uh, we we have a broader view of that as an industry and with the FMCSA, as you mentioned, because I do think there is a real natural fit between a veteran and a good, uh, you know, commercial driver, and it's a nice transition um, to a very successful career uh, coming out of the military into trucking. Well, you know, you mentioned the the seven principles of Creek Carrier. One of those, and you just briefly mentioned one, but I want to kind of zero in on this. We exercise mutual respect. We earn it through our actions and show it through our deeds. And um, you know, I was in the army. Uh, a lot of folks listening uh, to us right now uh, have been in the military. Um, and that one of the if you unpacked mutual respect uh, and uh, actions and deeds, basically you're talking about uh, the cohesion of a, of, a, of a unit, of a squad, of a platoon, of a company uh, where everybody where it's a team effort. Everybody works together. You've always got your brothers back, so to speak, or sisters back. Um, so that is real easy. Tra- that that's a given, right? It is, and then if you you know transition what what you were doing in the army to what we do in the trucking industry, you can see how that's so important. You know, we have uh, maybe you say our driver out there, they're our frontline uh, soldier, um, very doing a very important job. They're out there, you know, touching uh, the freight, moving down the highways. But in order to do that, they need the team. You know, they need the team here in the office with our customer service reps um, soliciting freight, our booking the freight, our planners, you know, guiding the battlefield on what soldier gets what load and then the driver managers helping them execute those loads and then just the whole rest of the company from uh, the shop supporting them from a, a mechanical perspective ensuring their equipment's well maintained to you know billing and payroll so it still really is an overall team and our drivers are an important very important you know as i mentioned a soldier in that overall team here so i think it is a, an easy transition and makes a lot of sense one of the things I don't want to go again, I keep saying I don't want to go off on the tangent and then here I go, but um, had the opportunity to spend some time with uh, Ray Martinez, of course, the administrator of FMCSA this past uh, week up in Nashville at the uh, annual NASTIC conference. And um, uh, he talked to a lot of folks up there and, and made a point in um, his um, 
is address at uh, the dinner. Um, and we talked about it on the show uh, here on the radio uh, from Nashville last week. Uh, the idea of the 18-year-old driver. Now, that's sort of that's about as much of a misnomer in a sense as autonomous trucks, because before it's going to be 20 or 30 years if then that will have truly autonomous vehicles on the road to any degree. Um, and when you say 18-year-old driver. And you put military with that. It's kind of difficult to be a military veteran at 18, um, 19, 20, 21 for sure. So they're kind of backing away from the term 18 and kind of substituting under 21 uh, for that. And I think that makes a lot more sense. It's a, it's a shame we let some words out of the barn before they are ready for prime time. And then we kind of have to back away from that. Uh, but the point is, is that if we're going to get younger drivers, sub 21 year olds driving in interstate trucking, uh, the folks that are in transition programs now who are either in, still in military because you can try start the transition while you're still in uniform, which is very important. Uh, so you have a solid flooring under you as you make that transition. Um, you've, you've got those people now who are kind of being used as uh, the models for the possible success of this uh, new initiative in, in trucking in terms of interstate driving. Um, do, uh, am, am I making sense here in terms of this age factor? And are you guys uh, uh, seeing uh, the younger, say, under 21 uh, folks coming in uh, straight out of the military? Well, we, yeah, so we think the program that um, you're mentioning with the uh, FMCSA, uh, that, and we had actually Secretary Chow uh, here at the Department of Transportation in Nebraska a couple months ago with our our, state, our U.S. Senator from Nebraska um, discussing that program with, with motor carriers here in Nebraska and how we can mm -hmm. help make that work. Because we do think um, that it is a great transition. If you think of the, the training that the members in the military are getting about safety and discipline and and being aware of surroundings and consequences for their actions and and the maturity that these um, you know younger folks are getting through the military it's a natural transition then taking that into an apprenticeship program to, to transition right into being a, a commercial driver and and certainly um, you know we as an industry I know have embraced that we as a, co a company have embraced that and in many ways as I talk to our drivers that I'll call them um, our our veterans and veteran drivers years have been driving for 20, yeah. 30 years. They're kind of excited about it because this is much more than they ever got when they started being drivers. You know, often training was, well, go out with Uncle Bob and, and, and drive for a couple of days and then, then you're a driver or, or just, you know, try to somewhat to give, find your way into the industry. And, and so, well, I think people get nervous about the age. Most of the drivers I talk to say, wow, this is much better. I, I was young. I wanted to drive. I found a way. It's much better to have this more formal way where you do provide the training. So we're excited about it and do think it's a great, great program to, to help transition you know, military members into our industry at that age. I know. And uh, what a quantum shift uh, we've seen in our country and society uh, in terms of uh, when I and a bunch of my fellow baby boomers uh, mustered out of the uh, service in the late 60s, early 70s, uh, where you say, well, I just came out of the Army, and the next question was, and your point is, now I just came out of the Army. Oh, well, what can we do to help you transition into a great job here in the trucking industry? That is 
an awesome change, and we are thrilled to see that happening on a, uh, a virtual universal uh, scale, Tim. It really is. Uh, we're going to pare down to some individuals here in just a minute when we come back to uh, come back from a break. But I'm going to ask you if you've got maybe a, a couple of examples of, of folks who have made the successful transition on a, on a one by one basis. And of course, uh, it would be really remiss of me if we didn't talk about the Patriot Fleet program that you guys have uh, going and uh, trying to. Uh, and I'd love to hear some of the things that you've got planned for the Patriot Fleet as well. Tim Ashoff is with us, of course, from Crete Carrier Corporation, Crete, Schaefer, Hunt. And we'll be back here in just a moment. Tim Ashoff with Crete Carrier uh, and, of course, Schaefer and, and Hunt Transportation with us on the program. Talking about uh, the programs and the specific programs that uh, Crete has uh, uh, been practicing for a number of years, of course, um, in terms of uh, military veterans uh, coming out of the service. I thought maybe we'd zero down and maybe talk about a couple of uh, um I almost said examples, but I guess they are examples of um, what uh, what you guys are specifically doing with uh, with uh, former uh, uh, former soldiers, sailors, Marines, airmen. Sure, Hosties. you know the great thing. <laughs> you don't want to leave anybody <laughs> out. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You know, the great thing about our organization is we have these people throughout the organizations. Obviously, we've been focusing a lot on drivers, and I could give you know numerous examples of drivers that have transitioned, you know, whether uh, directly from the military or after they've been out for a few years. But you know, we also have it you know throughout our, our shops. Uh, we have a gentleman, uh, Colin Lee, right here in Lincoln, that was a longtime veteran, came in and is a, is a lead uh, in our shop with respect to a lot of our um, technologies that applies to maintenance. Doing a really good job there, understanding what that means. Uh, another person we're really proud of is, uh, is one of our uh, terminal managers, and this is where I, we saw a real natural transition. Uh, Willie Hawkins out in Pennsylvania, he was a, a logistics officer in, in the Army and, and certainly moved his way up through that 20-plus years and had had really large roles in managing um, the mail for the Army and other things in Germany and throughout Europe and then back in the U.S. And his transition with us, I uh, came on, he took over one of our dedicated fleets, um, did a great job there, and now is uh, in charge of one of our largest terminal facilities on the East Coast. Um, so he has a real understanding not only of what it takes to, to, to run the backbone of our company, but to deal with the people. And again, that's the uh, when you look at the drivers out there, it's almost like the soldiers in the field, and that experience has been very, very valuable for us. And you know, all the way up to kind of the top here, our, our VP of Safety, uh, Matt DeVito, um, he was an, an officer in the Airborne, um, served a number of years there, um, and then came on with us as a, uh, a fleet manager and worked his way up through safety, kind of a natural for him and understanding, you know, the structures of the military, how you know, safety is so key and important, how you relate that back to human behaviors is so important, and, and uh, showed his skills and talents in that way and has become a real leader for us here um, as our vice president of safety. So just throughout the organization from our, you know, our driving force to the maintenance to our office staff, uh, very key roles are, are certainly held by our former military members, and we're very proud of that. Absolutely, as well you should be, for sure. Um, that, that's a, a few individuals, but again, let's go back up and uh, pull back up to the 30,000-foot view. Um, you all are proud of the fact that you've got over 1,400 veterans 
um, in 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 service now to uh, to America in another capacity, of course, in in trucking at Creed Schaefer Hunt. Uh, the Patriot Fleet is something that we uh, I really want to close out with here because uh, that goes back further than folks might think, back to uh, 2012. It does, and you know, I, again, you mentioned it kind of earlier. This is one of the things early on. I was I was here with the team, and we were talking about, you know, how do we not only honor all of the veterans we have, but the veterans across the country in a very public way. So we were one of the the first companies out there to have uh, specially wrapped trucks honoring uh, all five branches of our military, and in a way publicly, but then specifically in rewarding specific members of our fleet. And so we started a nomination process where other drivers and, and mili- former military members get to nominate drivers to, to have one of these Patriot fleet trucks. So back since 2012, we've been putting five trucks on the road and getting five nominees. And on Veterans Day every year, we put five more on the road and, and get to um, it, it, it's so neat. We get five new Patriot Fleet drivers that get those trucks. And so we have a ceremony here in Lincoln. Uh, the family members of the drivers uh, come in. It's uh, We recognize their service, both in the military and then in the trucking industry, and then give them the keys to the brand new uh, Patriot Fleet trucks. So it's a very moving day, uh, very rewarding for those individuals. But then just another way for us on Veterans Day to put more more. Uh, recognition out there across the country on what veterans have really done for us. And, and certainly I think not only is it the week of Veterans Day right now, but today's Election Day. And I think one of the things we often forget, it's it's because of the, the soldiers out there, the veterans out there, that we have remained a democracy. And, and today is the ultimate day of why they sacrificed so we could all go out there and vote. So uh, I think today's another great day to to recognize all the veterans out there and thank them for what they've done for all of us. And certainly we need to reward them uh, by going out and voting as well. And as it says on on one of the uh, Patriot uh, fleet trucks, thank you for a job well done. Absolutely, and and uh, you know one thing I'll mention too is exciting is is these new five drivers we're we're featuring them out there on our Facebook page, announcing a new one every day. So if you're interested in who those five drivers are, uh, go out to our Creep Career Facebook page and see their stories. Uh, it's another way to help recognize those drivers. And then finally, we know there's so many drivers in across our our company that uh, can't have one of those trucks. We'd have to have way too many of them. Uh, we do give them an emblem for the side of their truck that says Patriot Fleet. So if you see a Creed or Schaefer truck out there with that Patriot Fleet emblem on the side, know that that's a veteran in that truck, and and please help thank them for their service. Fantastic. Always a great pleasure talking with you, Tim. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dave. Happy Veterans Day to uh, everyone listening, and uh, especially the folks uh, driving those Patriot Fleet trucks. Whether it's wrapped or not, you are part of it. Tim Ashoff, everybody, with uh, Creek Schaefer Hunt.